Hi there. Welcome to Lake Ridge Community Church Podcast. Uh, this is a place where we get to share uh, some of our messages from Sunday mornings. Uh, we're glad that you're here to listen, but we'd also love to have you in person. So if you'd like to pop in some Sunday, we meet at 1030 at Our Lady of Wisdom School here in Chestermere. And uh, you can obviously check us out as well at uh, www.lakeridgecommunity.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Lake Ridge. It's Pastor Evan here this morning. And in true form, as promised, we are trying something a little bit different at Lake Ridge uh, for our first Sunday of the year. Um, in an effort uh, to make sure that our online experience was a good record and a helpful way of kind of communicating what I'm hoping uh, to convey this morning, we decided to do a pre-record for you folks who are uh, watching us live. Uh, for those in person, our goal is to, I'm going to share a few things here in a few minutes, challenge some questions, and then have people turn towards each other and, and discuss those things. And that presented a bit of a challenge for us to do uh, in, a, in an online uh, setting. So as I get ready to kick off, I want to share a couple of quick announcements. Uh, the first is Happy New Year. Hey, I hope you had a great Christmas break and you were able to uh, rest a little bit and maybe reflect a little bit on, on the coming of Christ in our life. I don't, I don't know what gifts you got for Christmas, but I, I got me a new plaid. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. And uh, even this one, uh, perfect. It's got this fuzzy stuff inside. So nice for my basement office, which is admittedly a little bit chilly. Of course, everything is a little bit chilly right now, isn't it? Anyway, uh, I, hope you, I hope you got something to, to be warm and cozy this morning as you sit and, uh, and listen to this next little bit. I have a couple of quick announcements before I kind of get to uh, the homily and what I want to share with us and challenge us to think about. And that is first that this next week, our youth is kicking off on Tuesdays and Thursdays in typical form. And then also uh, something that we haven't shared yet is that on January the 11th, our open table ladies, uh, ladies group is hoping to meet in person uh, at the church office space. And uh in order to do that, we kind of need to know who's coming. And so I encourage you to go to lakeridgecommunity.com forward slash small groups and uh, sign up there so that we just uh, we know who's coming. Uh, as always, uh, we are grateful for your giving at Lake Ridge and the way that you have been generous, uh, not just with your resources, but also with your good encouragement and the different things uh, that, that you have done this past year. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of some of the things I've been learning uh, over the last several months and, and uh, in the hopes that it may challenge us to kind of reflect a little bit on this last year and also think about what, what might look like in this uh, next year. Now, it's typical for a first Sunday of the year to do a sermon like this. Um, but what isn't typical is what this last year has looked like in terms of some of the common things that have happened to each of us uh, throughout the pandemic and, and, and even beyond the, the last 12 months, but really the last 20, 21 months. Um, so here we go. Um, my, uh, my goal is that we would, I would be able to challenge us to think a little bit uh, through some of the things that I've been learning and then talk a little bit about um, some of the spiritual practices or a spiritual practice that, that I think could contribute to our overall, 
overall health, uh, both mentally, but also spiritually and relationally with, with others as well. So here we go. Um, there's a new term that psychologists are using um, in some of their dialogue and some of their writing uh, over this last year. And I want to share it with you. It's, the, the term is called the pandemic flux syndrome. I'm no psychologist, but I, but I wanted to, to kind of sum up a little bit of what I've been learning from my own words and my own perspective in hopes that maybe it would challenge us to think and reflect a little bit differently on how maybe we personally have handled, or maybe those around us, have, have handled this, this last year. Right? I'm not sure if, if you have had moments like this. Well, I am sure you've had moments like this. Moments where, where you've had peaks of positivity and joy and all those things in this last year. And then also valleys. valleys. Maybe, maybe even points of, of, to describe those points as despair or sorrow or something uh, difficult um, like that. Right? And, and now, now for some of us, those, those peaks and those valleys have, have maybe been connected connected to the various waves of COVID, right, uh, that, that we have experienced, right? For others, maybe those peaks and valleys have been connected to some of the things around your job or your family life. Maybe, maybe some of those things connected to how you've experienced relationship with friends or, or your community. Maybe some of that is, has been good and maybe some of that has been really, really challenging and probably a little bit of each. Still, for others, it, maybe, maybe the peaks and valleys have been connected to the way that you reflect or the way that you see time. Now, what I mean by that probably requires some explaining. What I mean by that is peaks and valleys can be experiences in the way that you have reflected on the past 21 months. Right? Maybe, maybe your peaks and valleys are related to how you're experiencing this exact present moment. Maybe the peaks and valleys are connected to the way in which you think about the future. And for example, just a little bit from my own story, I'm a futurist. I forget the past quite quickly. It makes me capable of forgiving others and letting things go, I, I think. I struggle sometimes to be fully present in, in the present moment. My mind races into what's next and what, what do we need to think about going forward, right? But for me, the future is, is like this place where I can, I can fantasize about. Where I, can, I can make up the best case scenario of how things could go. And, and I have to admit that I, I probably have noticed that I've struggled the most in this past 12 months when I have felt a challenge to see the future in a positive light. That's been one of the things that I have noticed, that, that valleys actually come for me when I lose touch with the present reality and, and, and can't see the best of the future for us. And, and it's taken me into some, some valleys and some low spots. So your orientation to time may not be the same as mine. It, it, it may be different. And so my first question that I wanted to ask you this morning was this. In your past year, where have you experienced peaks and valleys most in your interior life? Are they connected to the COVID waves? Are they connected to your relationships and your life? Maybe they're connected to the way in which you understand time. 
It can be helpful for us to reflect on questions like this as we think about what will be the next wave that we experience in our interior lives. Um, now, there are certainly many more answers to that question, and I'm going to leave that open-ended for you to think about. But where have the peaks and valleys, from a theme perspective, been most present in your own story and your life? Now, pandemic flux also can help us to identify some of the other things um, that are present as well. Like, how how do you deal with disappointment? How do you deal with fear? How do you deal with disagreements? Right? And you, may, you may not like actually this next part, but for the sake of challenging us to think and to reflect, I, I don't think it matters that much whether we like this next section or not, but I do think that it helps us to think. In many ways, the pandemic flux in ourselves, identifying pandemic flux in ourselves has to do with acknowledging that we have all experienced or are experiencing trauma. Now, trauma comes in a lot of forms. There's big T trauma and there's little T trauma. And, and I'm not actually going to venture to say which one you as an individual have experienced because I think it varies for each of us in different ways. What I do want to talk about is what has been your tra trauma response to some of the things that we have experienced in the last many years, many months. Now, our favorite uh, psychologist here in Chestermere, Maureen Spidell, says there's actually four typical trauma responses. The first is to fight. The second to run, just run away. The third is to, is to freeze or, or kind of curl up the ball, right? When, when my son gives me a fright scare at the end of the hallway here sometimes, I, I, I have one of those three responses uh, almost immediately. Fight, fright, flight, flight, and freeze. But Maureen adds a fourth one, and I think it's an important one, and that is to flock. That is that the fourth response is to gather like-minded people around us. And I think we certainly have seen that. We've seen that in this last many, many months. So for a second, I'd like for you to prayerfully examine a time that you have had an instinct to respond to your trauma in the last 12 months or 21 months. Right? What do those times look like to have that trauma respond to fight, flight, freeze, and flock? Okay. The last thing that I want to do before I get into the spiritual practices it is my understanding, as I have listened to some of the psychologists and read some of the articles on pandemic flux, um, that, that God made us um, and, and made our minds to, to protect us in a way, to, to preserve us. And this is why we have traumatic trauma responses, fight, flight, freeze, fight, but all those things, they keep us safe. However, they only can keep us safe, this responses, because their immediate responses are only meant to keep us safe for so long. In other words, your brain can only live in a state of trauma for so long before it starts to borrow from other parts of our body, other systems of energy that we have, that God has given to us. In fact, most psychologists would, would typically agree that you can really only lay, live in a state of fear or trauma for about 18 to 20 months before um, we, we start not thinking fully, clearly. 
that's part of the reason why uh, you, the U.S. military has kind of set a typical deployment rate at 18 months. It's about all the body can do. After that, they, their judgment begins to be stunted. They start experiencing a trauma response that can be difficult for everyone in their unit. And guess what month we're in? I've said it multiple times already in this recording. We're at 21 months. So why do I share all this with you in a sermon like this? Why does it sound so desolate and so difficult? I think that part of the reason why I wanted to share it was because I think acknowledging that we've all experienced pandemic flux in some way, shape, or form is the beginning point of seeing ourselves in a healthier way, in a lighter way, in in maybe more empathetic way towards the people around us, but also in a compassionate way towards ourselves and maybe even the inappropriate ways we've responded or wished we would have responded. You see, one of the interesting things that we do have in our faith is that we have a God um, whose help is ever-present. It's always there. You see, we have a God who has demonstrated his willingness to kind of authentically go through peaks and valleys with us. It's part of the reason why we celebrate Christmas, because this is this point where we celebrate the coming of Christ into the reality of the world, into the reality of our world and our life. We have a God who is present with us in our past and our present, and who has promised to be present with us in our future. We we have a God who has promised to be with us as we experience the peaks and valleys of what we are now calling a pandemic flux in our own life. So I share all of this as a primer, really, to kind of get us ready to to think about a spiritual practice called examine. Uh, The spiritual practice of examine has been present for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. The spiritual practice of examine is simply this daily or, or weekly practice of noticing the voice of God and the activity of God throughout our day or our week. It requires stopping. It requires setting a time to to just pause and breathe deeply in the Spirit of God into our life and our story, and then to authentically look at what we have been experiencing in, in, in recent days. So maybe it, it, it's in the morning before you start your day, you reflect on last yesterday, or maybe it's when you lay down in bed at night and, and you think about the experiences and conversations that you've had. And with God's help, we, we in a sense ask him, to join us as we authentically ask some questions of ourselves, I'm going to share with you a few of those questions and invite you to find yourself a comfortable spot. Maybe write some of these questions down. Memorize them a little bit so that you can begin to include the spiritual practice of examine in your life and story. Here's a Five, and they're, they're a bit long. Five. Five. They're a bit long, but I encourage you to, to write them down and, and, and to take them to heart. The first question you might ask is, for what moment today am I most grateful? And the alternate is, for what moment today am I the least grateful? 
thinking of your past. When, when did I give and receive the most love today or this week? And the reverse, when did I give or receive the least love today or this week? Third question is, what was the most life-giving part of my day or week? And its alternative, what was the most life-sucking part of my day? And fourth question, when did I have the deepest sense of connection with God and others and myself? And the opposite, when did I have the least sense of connection? And the last one, where was I living out a sense of love, joy, peace, patience, and self-control? And the reverse, when was I living out of some sense of something else? Now I'm sure that as you practice this, that there will be more questions that God will ask, that you will ask. But these are some really good starts to examining your day or your week. That with God's help, these will challenge us to see the pandemic flux in our life and our story and in our experiences. As I have shared before, and I kind of want to wrap up with this, I, I believe that this work of listening to our soul, of, of reflecting on our past, will help us to seek and to listen for the voice of God going into our future. So as you make your way into 2022, my challenge for us is this. Can we be the kind of people that ask authentic questions first of ourselves and our experiences and our short term so that we may be able to care for others demonstrate the love of God, but also experience in our own stories and our lives going forward. As I have often said, it is a great privilege to serve at Lake Ridge. And one of the things that I love about it is that it has consistently been a safe place for people to ask questions and to grow. I hope that um, this morning has been uh, an important morning for you of asking maybe some important questions. And I hope that it doesn't start today, stop today, but that it continues throughout 2020. Let me pray for God's presence in that. God, for the gift of your spirit, we are thankful. For the gift of your son that demonstrated to us that we can go through the peaks and valleys of doing life in this world. And that these things do not bring a trauma response for you but a response to open your arms up to us and accept us for who we are and where we're at. God, I pray, might the practice of examine shape in us so that we might be able to care well for our community and for those around us. Be with us now as we go into 2022, the sense of your presence among us. Amen. So now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you his peace as you go out into 2022. Amen. And thanks for joining us at Lake Ridge. Peace.